Get Pucked. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Get Pucked podcast. Before we start, if you haven't already, please consider liking and subscribing. That out of the way, gentlemen, just straight into it, straight into it. I have no time for that kind of pandering. So, something that came up today that I wanted to talk to you guys about, and uh, I think a lot of people in Habsland have been really talking about this quite a bit, considering I don't know how much of a bombshell it was, but I think it definitely changes the narrative about a particular uh, acquisition, if you will. Um, Pierre-Luc Dubois, we bring him up again. Um, apparently, the ask from Winnipeg uh, was for Suzuki. And so, while this was a non-starter for for Kent Hughes, if that's what they're asking for, should Habs fans start to, I don't know, like, is that more or less an indicator that there should no longer be an expectation that a trade is going to occur with those two teams and that perhaps PLD, if he's coming, will be the following year? Is that is that an indictment of, of the situation that's happening there? Or do you think that there's something else that could be done to make a trade happen between those two teams? Dave? So that's an interesting rumor because it's kind of very random. Like, who leaked that? I, 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 it depends on who leaked it. So I, I apparently think it came from Friedman. Yeah, right. Was it an who, official source. Who on his thirty-two uh, podcast, whatever. Who leaked it to Friedman is what interests me. If it's on the Winnipeg side, um, then I don't know what's going on. If it's from the Hab side, it's very interesting. It's kind of as if to appease the fans when they don't acquire Dubois. Uh, to say, hey, look, they wanted Suzuki. What do you, what do you want? What do you want from me? Um, Definitely. I mean, obviously, that's that's a no go. Uh, that not not a chance that anybody, any general manager, would even think about that deal. Um, especially, I don't think Ken Hughes or anything. So, I think it's a it's a pretty silly, uh, you know, a silly ask if that's Winnipeg's actual true ask. And it's just we've heard it before, right? We heard with the Josh Anderson rumors, so many Josh Anderson rumors, and and. It probably turned out to be Ken Hughes dropping those rumors around. So, to me, <laughs> I'm 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 a bit hesitant to believe this as being true. Um, I mean, it's a rumor that the general manager Winnipeg can't really deny. They can't say, "Oh no, we're not looking for your best player." You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing they could say because it would make sense for them to ask for Suzuki. So, at the end of the day, I don't think it changes anything. My perspective of if the deal is going to get made or not. Um, I do think that. It would be a mistake to, to go for to acquire him anyways um, right now, if you're asking me. I think that you sh- if you're going to acquire Pierre Dubois, you get him for free. Uh, since he so badly wants to come here. Uh, and that's why he's here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my God. He's teeing not, you up, you know? Not to open a can of worms or anything. Oh, here we go. But, but if he's so badly that he wants to be here, that he's playing so terribly in, in Winnipeg, then just get him for free in a year. You don't need him now. You, you absolutely, there's zero reason to get him right now if he's going to come. The only reason to get him right now is if you, if you actually don't believe that stuff, which I don't believe anyway. So, so just to add more details to, to, what, to the rumor that was out there, it was apparently Winnipeg reached out to Kent Hughes and asked um, if Nick Suzuki would be available for Pierre-Luc Dubois. And apparently it was a, an immediate no, and Kent Hughes presented something a package that consisted of Josh Anderson, Dvorak, and a first. That's something right. around that. And the and Elliot Friedman believes, or at least he heard from an executive, I believe. I, I didn't get I didn't fully 
check out all the details on that. But a compromise could be made somewhere around Kirby Doc, which to me is a no. I am not. While at the beginning of the season, when these rumors started to float, I said, hey, that might make sense. That could make sense where Kirby Doc goes the other way. I didn't want that because I, I as you guys knew, I believed in, in Kirby Doc's potential from day one. And I saw the upside with him and I wanted to keep him and maybe find a way to get acquired Dubois um, while keeping Kirby Doc. Today, knowing what Kirby Doc can do for the team, I'm still saying no. But if you can make a move where, you're, where it's around Dvorak, Josh Anderson, and a first, obviously not the fifth overall, I would consider it. I would definitely yeah, I consider now, it. So hold on a second. Now you're just on consider? A couple episodes ago, you were like the number one fan of PLD coming here. No, no hold on a second. I am, I'm still a fan. I'm okay. still a fan. I'm still a fan okay. for Kirby. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I, I really, really am. I just think that it's a team that has zero leverage, and the only mm. thing that could work, at Winnipeg being the team that has zero leverage, mm. and they can't just ask for whatever they want. Yes, he's an RFA for one more year, but he has no interest in signing there long term. The only thing that seems to be coming out that came out a few weeks ago was the fact that there may be some other teams that are interested that he also might be interested in going to, but that Montreal is the priority. Mm-hmm. So those teams were the New York Rangers, what we heard, uh, and what was in the rumor mill, and the Washington Capitals, the teams of like that, that mold, that could be interested in Pierre-Luc Dubois, and at the same time, he might be interested in going to it. All of a sudden, it's things are starting to change, and it, to Dave's point, it literally sounds like agents now, and people are just starting to leak stuff to try to get the ball going. So, so my yeah. question, it, it, well, sorry, was, the, yeah, was, was, was that Dvorak... Uh, thing in the Friedman article, or did someone attach yes. that? Yeah, to it? it was in. No, it was in the same because way. that ops absolutely also seems man. Like that's like throwing in your problem, which is Christian Dvorak. It, it just seems too good to be true for the for the like. I don't know. It just seems a very Montreal sided. If Winnipeg was prepared to be like, "Hey, what's up, Kent? We'd like your captain and your best center for our guy that you want and that wants to come to you guys." Why wouldn't they counter with saying, okay, but no, but now we got a, a trade offer for you guys. Here's our problem, Dvorak. Here's a player that we kind of don't want to get rid of, but we know that he's a, uh, an enticement piece in, in Anderson. And we'll give and you they're a interested in him. Winnipeg so, has been so I can to see be that too. I can see Kent Hughes returning the kicking of the tires the other way with something that seems a lot more slanted for Montreal side of things. But this might just be feeling out things. We don't know. Ultimately, the question was, do you think that this ultimately um, is, a, is, a, is sort of an indicator that no trade is going to happen? So neither of you think that this leaked information to Friedman really changes the game at all. Either he's coming or he's not coming. This didn't have any factor. To I, that. I don't think it's going to change the game because right now the names are starting to circulate. And I like that. Uh, we're getting, we're what? We're about a month and five days away from, from the draft. So you're gonna start here. You're gonna start hearing about these types of things, and it's just a question of what's gonna happen and whether the trigger is gonna get pulled, and what would what would the parameters of a trade look like for these for that kind of move? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Listen, fair to, to me, if if, du, if the Canadians want Dubois and the Jets want whatever the, the they 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 can work out a deal for sure. I don't think uh, you know it's no surprise that hey, I, I want your best center. Like that's how the every conversation starts ever in any trade is hey, give me your best player yeah. for what I deem to be one of my best players. And obviously you, you, you go from there. I don't think it has any effect whatsoever on what's gonna happen. All right. Well, listeners, you heard it there. Both Dave and Vito think that this, this hogwash 
will literally change nothing. Either he's an, coming or he's not. On an, on, on an aside, Vito, though, I'm curious. Like, you hear a trade like that. You've been arguing that Dubois wants to come here. The reason like, he absolutely wants to come here, there's no leverage. Why would you, why would you trade for him at all, ever? Why would you, if, you're, if he absolutely 100% wants to come here, if, if, why would you trade for him, ever? Why would you I give think up a single asset? I think it's, I think the fact that you could probably get him in the eight, like in the eight point two five, eight and a half million dollar range, as a, in terms of a cap hit, because you you're able to add that eighth year trading for him and acquiring him and having his rights versus making the money work where it's going to look more around nine nine and a half for seven years. I think that's what makes it enticing to try to get him now and get him to work with Martin Saint Louis and with the team as soon as you possibly can. Again, that being said, I've said it in the past as well. I wouldn't just mortgage the future or give just about anything to acquire only because knowing full well that the winnipeg jets have no leverage in this situation they could hold off and say okay well nobody's gonna get him and he doesn't play and and they do something and kind of comes back to another six and a half seven million dollar deal for one more year but then he's just gonna walk and they could try well, to trade him at the trade this. deadline right what what about this i mean to, to the counterpoint to that and i agree to an extent and the math makes sense from your perspective um, but like, if he really wants to come here so bad, right? Like that's what we're hearing. And this is the destination he wants to be. And so they don't trade for him this year and the following year comes and you're saying, well, that's going to put him up to the nine, nine and a half million dollar range. Could the Canadians not look at him and say, Pierre Luke, listen, we know you want to come here. We'd love to have you, but we want to be competitive. You see what happens when big money is tossed to only a handful of players on a team, AKA Toronto. And you see how it doesn't materialize for success. Now you want to come home. You want to be here. We're interested in you, but you're going to have to take like what's known as the home hometown discount. Is, does he? Does, now I'm not saying pay him like four million, but do you think he literally says no? I want my money and I want my cake and I want it all, or he says, oh, you know what? I made it very clear I want to be here. They know I Dude, want. Dude, what be generation here. do you think we live in? Everybody wants their cake and they want to eat it. Eat it too. You think they're all? Everyone's so, so you don't run. think? So you don't think he's going to come around and say, you know what? You guys give me seven and a half. That's cool. I'm happy to be home. No. No way. Seven and a half. Nope. He's gonna look he's gonna look at Cole Caulfield, he's gonna look at Nick Suzuki and yeah. you know, if Cole Caulfield yeah. ends up getting eight and eight million dollars, he's gonna yeah. say, Yeah, uh, I should at the very least we're talking eight point eight, eight point two five, especially after having the best season of my career just now. And what was his best season numbers, by the way? Uh, I believe it was 63 points in 78 okay. games. Six sixty three points for eight for nine and a half million dollars. That's what terrifies I'm going back to Dave's old point. I mean, you, you you can you can pick up on it, Dave, if you want. But, I mean, the more I think about that, if this guy's coming here. 63 and 73. And, and I think he almost had 30 goals, right? 27, 27, 27 goals? 27 goals. Okay. So, Cole Caulfield has had the same amount of goals, I think, halfway through the season this year. Close to. You 24 goals or something. So, I can look at it that way also. You know what I mean? That's my point. Like, the situation with him I find unique because it's so out there. Everybody knows this dude wants to come and play here. Now, I'm not saying he should get shortchanged dramatically for that. And I think he should actually be rewarded to a certain extent. You know, you give him as much that you can, the no move, the this, the that. But if he comes here and it's not through a trade, like you say, to get that extra eighth year to make the money work. There's also something else you got to consider too. In a year, in a year from now, if the projections that the cap is going to go anywhere, be, go up between anywhere two and three million dollars. All of a sudden, players like him are, are, you know, the eight million dollar range that it is for today is going to be is going to be the nine million dollar range. 
you know, that to me, this conversation sums up why you should probably pass each other. But it's just to me, <laughs> you're going to have, if, if you trade for him this year and you give him that contract, you're going to have your top three out of your top four, your core four, if you want to call it. You look at Toronto's core four, you look at anywhere else in the league, and it's going to be, for Habs' case, nobody's hit 70 points in that lot. Like, it's crazy to me that that's what people are, it's not you're, just you're like. betting on, yeah, potential. Potential yes, earning versus and what so you've done. So much on potential, yeah. and and and, and you you never know with injuries. There's so many. I'm not saying these guys don't have the potential, but there's so many factors that go into it, and it's just it's it's wild to me that, that okay, that's, Dave, that's what. Do you make that trade? Let's say it's let's say it's Dvorak, Josh Anderson, and no, choose between Florida's first or Montreal's first trade. Year. He he Montreal's does not first, trade. never Montreal's first. Like that is crazy talk not even florida's i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it because there, there's no point I, I i don't see dubois being uh, a part i i wouldn't pick him as part of my core anyways and you know on top of that if he wants to come here let him come here and that extra year or extra like 0.7 like you're just setting yourself the cap's going up that extra less like half a million that you're going to save or like it doesn't mean anything so to me I'd rather get him for free than give up a first-round pick and Josh Anderson, who could get you other stuff too. Like it's it's good to say we're over Josh Anderson, but Josh Anderson could get you stuff in a deal. So you're you're sacrificing that. You're sacrificing that first pick. Sure, you're getting rid of Christian Dvorak, but you probably do that anyways. Ken Hughes is a smart guy. You could probably figure that uh, a way to get rid of him in the first place. It's just to me, I would not make that move. I, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, in any okay. like, no matter how much I run the numbers, it doesn't make sense to me. For a guy, especially, and I don't want to like harp on, on Dubois' character or anything, but a guy who has his history is question marks for both NHL teams that he's been a part of. I, I mean, I don't want to keep going down this Dubois conversation. Me too. too I, and I don't want to harp on the guy. I feel bad. Like the guy's going to be but, an amazing player in the league. I just, I, I don't think my, it's yeah. a good fit. My hope, if there's a hope and a final say about this, is if he does come here, I hope that. However, it ends up happening. It doesn't cost too much if it's going to be this year. And he shows up and he shows the true potential. To Vito's point, he taps into whatever he still has to give. And he jumps from 63 to maybe in the 80s. And that's the first step of many with a Martin St. Louis approach to things. And we're all very happy. And we hope that this doesn't ultimately turn out to be some sort of like magic beans that never end up growing. That's that's the big hope. But Fundamentally, you got to look at what he's Statistically, done. Statistically, for people who have uh, compared the situation to the Joy one, which is nowhere close to being it's the same thing. Not even thing. close. For those that do compare that, even statistically, his numbers are way better than Joy. Uh, yeah, yeah you, but I don't. I don't consider point. people. Who, I, I don't consider people's opinions that make that that connection. So that said, uh, moving on to the next thing I wanted to talk to you about because I thought this was interesting. I don't know how relevant it is to the Habs, although I'm hoping that maybe one of you will surprise me. Uh, Sportsnet issued their top 12 UFAs for the upcoming season. And I'm going to list them. And my first question is, do you see any possible chance that that individual ends up a Montreal Canadian? You said top 12? Answer, top 12, according to them. I'll list them in the order that they gave them. So 1 to 12. Um, you tell me whether they can be a have or not next season. Again, prefixed by the fact that it's likely a lot of no's. But more interested, where do you think they end up? That's my okay. curious. So it's a two-pronged question. Will they be a hab next year? And then if I, not, where I have going? not seen this list, so this should be interesting. Uh, just came out today. So number one, top UFA, 
Would have uh, been nice for you to slide that into the group chat, you know? Just, just for the rest uh, of us. No, no, oh, no, no, no. I don't want to prep you. I'm not prepping you. I need Very authenticity. Nice. Mark. Mark. nice. Oh, oh, I'm flattered. Thank you. <laughs> so, Dmitry Orlov. Vito, <laughs> be amazing. is he a Montreal Canadian next year? He will not be a Montreal Canadian next year. <laughs> I think that's fair. Where is he going? Back to Washington. Wow. No, you, you you safe belt and suspender guy. You you're so you're so safe. What? You're so safe. <laughs> Dave, Dmitry Orlov. Is he I mean, that, well, that would be an amazing guy. I, 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 I like uh, Dmitry so. Orlov a lot, but no, I don't think he'll end up in Montreal. Um, okay. Probably Boston. I, I can see him going back to Boston. I, I would have said Boston too. I think he's going to go back to Boston. He's going to. I say he only goes back to Boston if Bergeron comes back and they feel like they could do that run again. It's just Washington. Why would you go back there? I can't see you go back. I think Washington's on the down now. I can't see why. Yeah, they're on the Alex, Anyways, Alexander. We got a lot of names. All right, sorry, sorry. We got a lot of names to get through. I want to get through. The next one is Ryan O'Reilly. Will he be a hab, Dave? No. All right. Where's he going? Oh, that's tough. I could see him resigning with Toronto, to be honest. I don't want to mean to be boring, but I really can. I can see it. No. Wrong answer. Vito. <laughs> Where, where's Ryan O'Reilly going since you probably also think he won't be a Canadian? He won't be a Canadian. I know how Dave feels about Ryan O'Reilly. If you remember two episodes yes, ago, I remember. How excited he was. He was willing to pick everybody. Everybody. You no, know, he was willing to pick Ryan O'Reilly over everybody. Um, Not what I said. Go back and watch that episode. <laughs> <laughs> over everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, how many goals are the Gallagher score? Sorry. What? How, how Go many back goals to the names. Gallagher? I can't wait to Gallagher catch on that, by the way. But yes, <laughs> go ahead. Where's he going? Where's he going? The Colorado Avalanche. Ooh, I like it. Oh, all started for him. I love it. That's, a, that's actually an amazing. Uh, that would be an amazing guy. You that's, you think people want to go back home, eh? Or love? I just think that the Colorado Avalanche it's a good tried to fill tried to fill a need, and uh, with Lars Eller, it didn't work. And I think Ryan O'Reilly, while He's not going to bring what Kadri brought. Can will mm -hmm. bring another element. Has that playoff pedigree? And right now the window is still completely open for Colorado. I love that. I love that actually. That's, that's, I, that's actually a pretty smart answer. I'll give you that much. I would have said St. Louis. I think he goes back. I, think wow. I didn't want to be a belt defenders kind of guy. I man. know. <laughs> I know. But I think he does. Okay, Patrick Kane, Vito. Why is it always me going first? Uh, he's definitely he's not going to be a Montreal Canadian. He's no. definitely not going to be a Montreal Canadian. This guy's going to stay in the New York area somewhere. I just don't know. It won't be the Rangers. Um, no, he, he may. He may end up becoming a Buffalo Saber. So he may actually take a discount this, to go back to go back home. To go home, and 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 to be fair to Buffalo, this isn't the dumpster fire Buffalo that it was a couple years no, ago. No, 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 they, no, no, no. They're actually potential playoff teams. So. It kind of makes sense now. They might okay. actually, they might actually want be willing to pay a certain price to even get him there, even from a marketing standpoint. It just makes sense I, for their city. I could see a two-year contract going there for him. I could see it, Dave. Uh, man, I was going to say Buffalo too. No to the Canadians. Uh, I would say Buffalo too. But in order, I mean, like if New Jersey can make it work, it would be fun to see him in New Jersey. New Jersey it won't work. It won't, it won't work. It'll never happen. But yeah, it, it would just yeah. be fun to, to see him. I think they're going to too much money to the yeah, how sack do you want to make one team? I just Good they're team. such a fun team. I, I mean, I, I'm all in on New Jersey. I, I really like their team a lot. 
Uh, I think it was too too soon for them this year to be even anywhere close to contending. But I like them. They still need a bit more sandpaper and grit, in my opinion. Just a bit. More. That's true. But Kane brings that experience that you know is usually you know missing. True. Matt Dumba. Matt Dumba, interesting. Matt Dumba, Dave. <laughs> uh, no to to Montreal. <laughs> Ah oh, man, not done. I told he's you there'd be a lot of nose on this list. Yeah, but he's been ahead. linked. To, he's been linked to Toronto in the past. The uh, they could definitely use his help. Um, I'd be upset if he went to Toronto personally. I, 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 I could see him going. Yeah, I think I, I could see him going to Toronto though. That's the thing. So I'll go with Toronto. Okay. Okay. Vito. Matt Dumba. That's who we're talking. About. I don't. I don't even. You know who I could see him ending up with? The uh, National Predators. They could use a right-hand... They could use a, another right, right-handed right defenseman. They haven't really replaced uh, P.K. Subban on that right side since he left. I mean, that's uh, they do have Dante Fabro and whatever, but I mean, I would say... I could see him going to Nashville. And not the Canadians, of course. No, no, no. Not the Canadians. No, no, none of the UFAs. I'm I don't think just I doing I don't know what, this what list I have is, to do. What are, what is I asked the four? question. Is this number four? That was number four. Yeah. Okay, we got eight to go. Let's go. Yeah, let's yeah. roll. Yeah, I'm we're, not we're rolling. Not yeah, cool. Okay. Darisenko, number five. Oh man. Um, no, obviously. And I see that if New York can make it work, I can see him staying with the Rangers. He brought a lot. He brought a lot to them. I like it. Except in the playoffs. Play-up. Yeah. Except yeah. Whatever. <laughs> playoffs. Man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see him uh, known for Montreal. Uh, I could see him staying in New York, but I could also see him in LA. I feel like he's a player that would fit well in LA right now. And where LA is going, they got into the playoffs. Like I, I could see, like they could add that firepower in the top six. LA's a good pick too. I like LA. That that yeah, I can actually see that working too. That was actually good. Damn, I don't like I don't like saying that you did two good picks in one list already. <laughs> LA that's, is going to become the new the new New York, man. In a yeah. few years, everyone's going to be linked to LA. It's going to just well, really what's not to like to LA? I know. I know. Uh, number <laughs> six is a little bit silly, but he's number six, so I say it how it is. Bergeron. Oh come on, stop! Yeah, you want to know where he ends up? By his pool with his family and kids. I was going to say retired, also, but he's the number six UFA. It's it's either yeah. Boston or nothing. That's yeah. I'm not even gonna entertain that. Yeah. I'm not gonna... So yeah. we'll, we'll pass through that one because that meh Bertuzzi. Hmm. Oh. oh that's fun. That's a fun name. Bertuzzi. And I'll tell you right off the bat my opinion about this. I think he is on the team that was designed for Bertuzzi. Yeah. So it's, I think he stays I, in Boston. Yeah, I think so too. What I would give Philly an honorable mention on that one, but I think he'd rather stay with Boston, who's you know, there's a chance to make the playoffs and all that stuff. So, yeah, man, you know, like who like we're not mentioning enough, like Chicago's gonna have to make some moves because some people are gonna want, want to play with Connor Bedard going forward. Yeah, I Matt Dumba, <laughs> Chicago's um, not doing anything for another two years. I bet you, you can't just leave Connor Bedard on that roster. And let him sink. You just sold two million dollars worth of freaking season tickets. You can't. You have to go make what, some moves. What's the sink? Yeah, he's gonna have a player or two, but I bet you they don't do much. I, they, but, I bet you they want another top, top five pick. Dave's, Dave's right. To Dave's point, 
they're gonna add, yeah, but even they're gonna still they could still get a top five pick even if they add a USA yeah, they, or if they add Tyler, they're, they're, they're gonna add somebody. I can't see Virginia going there good. personally, but I mean, you you no, can no. you can convince me to go play there. It's 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 a good core. Uh, like you're building, you have Carter Bedard to build around. You want to be part of that. If you tell me that Tyler, like I, I could be sold on it if I'm Tyler. Bedard. First off, they haven't drafted Bedard yet. Sure, okay. We don't sure. know who they're taking. Yeah, it yeah, could okay. be anybody. Maybe the yeah. petition Moving will on. work and they'll lose. The <laughs> Moving on, Alex Kalorn. Ah, ah, yes. I'm gonna say yes. Here it Here comes. The only one on the list I thought might get a Montreal nod. Yes. Given the, the big investment he just recently made in Montreal's real estate, that I would say he's coming to Montreal. Montreal real estate that he's plugged into all these places. Oh, yeah. He made a big a big splash in Montreal real he estate. Did. Did he? We'll look it up. Ah. Mm -hmm. He actually did. I'll, I'll have to. I'm going to have to get Yeah, actually, did. you see? You see? Read. <laughs> Read. <laughs> I guess I don't have your guys' connections. I don't but he doesn't have to live. You know what he does? He, he, he pays. Simon Salikas, the money to invest, okay, and he could live. He could do it from Tampa. He could do it from Florida. Doesn't mean he has to be here. It's Simon, to, they, they, they give you a pause on, on the episode. Simon. <laughs> okay, we're getting we're getting off topic. Calor. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. 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 We had we had yes we had a conversation about him not that long ago, I and know. we said that it would be one of those uh, signings where in a couple of years. It's gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna feel it a bit. It's gonna hurt because he's gonna get paid quite a bit of money after having his career year. Yep. I, I, I'm on the opposite end of that. I think he's gonna, he's gonna take a bit of a, you know, a reasonable deal. You want to talk about hometown discounts, Matt? I think this is the one who is that. You think he's gonna he's be less than five? I don't know, man. It's gonna be a tough sell, but I don't know. Okay. I'd like to, All right. I'd so, like to see it. So we, we finally got a guy on the I mean, list of the here, top, look. in the top 12. 64 points in 82 games this season, 59 and 82 the last. And uh, it's what he brings. It's what he brings. It, yeah, it's what he brings. The yeah. points. He brings so, a and, point and more than Pierre Luc Dubois did. What scares, <laughs> what's what he brings. What scares me about Alex Kalorn, the only thing, and I'm again, I'm saying I think there's a chance he comes to Montreal, is the fact that he's 33. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But if you want veterans, if you plan on, well, yeah. He'd be a very good veteran to have, yeah. I think. Okay. Next, we got four names left. I want to get through this because some of them are interesting. Uh, Michael Bunting. <laughs> uh, no to Montreal. I think he's gone. I, I think he's, yeah, he's gone there. from Toronto. Uh, I don't know. I... Boston, the guy. Uh, I don't see him even in Boston. I, I think he's just. Imagine him and Marsha on the same team. Oh, the, the whining and complaining. Oh God! That's that's, um, that's why I see him. That's you know where I could you know where I could see him. Culture. Yeah, uh, it's it's between going. it's gonna be between two teams: New York Islanders or the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, what next leaps do you want on the Oilers? I could see some secondary scoring. Like he could provide some secondary scoring for both teams, and both teams could use the secondary scoring if he could just keep his temper. And his little flare-ups under control, even a little bit. He can be a pest in the league and be a successful one. He just he's gotta stop going after the refs and complaining every two seconds. The Detroit Red Wings will get Michael Bunting, in my opinion. No, Eiserman's never gonna go after that. You've heard it here first. Moving on. Matt, if that happens, I'll, I'll buy I, you. Something. I know. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will when it happens, because <laughs> it will. Market. The ghost. Ghost is bear. Ugh. Still around? He's a top so 12 free agent. Jets. 
He is number 10. Jesus. Not Montreal. Top 12. Not Montreal, and I'll say the Winnipeg Jets. Okay. Yeah, not Montreal. I don't don't care. This is is one of the guys that I could not care less about. I don't care. All right. Uh, Mark that as my answer. I don't care. He doesn't care. I think he stays in uh, Carolina. But okay. okay. Uh, Max Domi. Dallas. Interesting. You see uh, Dallas well, now? You finally found a home? I think he, he's having fun in Dallas. I think Dallas likes him, and he's been contributing. He did very well this season uh, with yeah, them. Good season. And, yeah. he, and he did well in the playoffs. He's been doing well in the playoffs, too. Um, he just brings that element that that Dallas needed. That Dallas. You, you know, that, that pass, the only thing – we know Max Domi, right? Like, when he's on, he's on, and he's entertaining to watch. But he, he's also very inconsistent that when, they, when he's off, he's really off. Nope. Yeah, I agree. No for Montreal, and I think Dallas is a perfect fit for, for Domi. I always liked uh, Max Domi. I never thought he was the 70-point player that, he, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that everyone raved about when he was here. And it was a crazy year for sure. But he's the type of guy who would work well under high-profile situation like look how well he did with the canadians because he wanted to be here second year was less fun and we saw you know him fade a little bit and you know the expectations but i can see him going to a big market if not dallas i think he stays in dallas ultimately i always thought it would be a good fit with toronto also i mean i hate to say them again but just a high pressure market and he seems to love thrive in those situations but we'll see yeah he's he, he's big under the lights for sure i mean i would have liked him back on the house personally i i was a little upset when he was gone but I think mm-hmm. Dallas is a pretty good fit for him. And rounding off the list, number 12, Tristan Jarry. <laughs> oh, the only no. goalie on the list. Yeah, no to Montreal. Not for Montreal. No. I don't know. You'd have to think of the teams that, uh, you know, you know, gonna, you know who's going to take them? Just because uh, the stupidity will be. Oh, <laughs> you know who's going to sign? Just because of the stupidity between the two markets these days, uh, Philly. Philly's gonna take it. They're, they're gonna, gonna, they're gonna move Carter Jerry. Hart, and they're gonna go get Tristan Jerry because they're gonna say that that's the solution. That is the solution, and and you know what? They're such rivals. I I, I want to take something from Pittsburgh and see if I could make them better. Is Tristan Jerry a starting goaltender in your eyes, guys? I don't. I just don't see it. Would you have him or Monty? Oh yeah, probably him. Probably. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna disagree with Dave with the way Monty's been playing lately, and the way that his confidence seems to be growing. I, and Good. and the fact that Tristan Jerry has has a history with injuries. Yeah, uh, I think well, that's another thing. And and I get him at a discount, right? Monty, Monty, even if he comes out at three million next year after this coming upcoming season, he's still cheaper than Jerry. Beware of goalies who do well in bad seasons. Like I, I don't know. I just I I, I want to see Monty do well when it counts. You know what I mean? Maybe the well, yeah. I mean he's got goalie coach Carey Price now. Yeah. yeah, he's getting he's, he's getting some tips from Carey Price uh, from what we heard recently. So who knows? Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Well, that that concludes the list, and I think that brings a close to this particular episode, gentlemen. So thank you uh, for everybody tuning in. Um, the uh, draft, like Vito mentioned, is 35 days away from the time of this recording. So 
there is a lull, unfortunately, in Habsland, uh, you know, as everybody knows, and that's why Pierre Luxibois keeps being brought up all the time. But the hope is, as we get closer to the draft, we're going to be looking at some of the likely um, scenarios that the Habs might get at five and doing a deeper dive into the individuals, uh, more so than just names that you possibly have heard. We're going to try to provide a little bit more context to why they might be picked at five, etc. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to be posting on Twitter when we come to that point uh, in our recording. And uh, as always, one last time, we thank you so much for listening. If you can, if you liked it, drop a like. If you didn't, drop a dislike. We very much like the comments you guys are leaving. Those are always fantastic. We'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Anybody on the list of 12 who you think might be a hab or might or where they might be going, we'd be interested to see that as well. And uh, finally, for Vito and Dave, I'm Matt, and this was... Get Pucked!